All right. This is episode Becca. Take one. What? Huh? Wait, did I say it wrong? Yeah. Okay. Not even close. No. Okay. Episode Bugum. Take one. No. Get out of here. Still, what am I saying wrong? Try again. Okay, let me look at it. Episode Bennigan's take three. <laughs> I'm done, man. Yeah, okay. All right. We're using the bleeper for all of that. Yeah, I think we yeah, have that to. Was bad. Did uh, I even say a bad word no, yet? No, oh! no swear words. Okay, good, that good, good, good. Okay. Um, we do swear. It's worth noting. Yeah. Um, we also pronounce things incorrectly and bleep it out. Oops. All, all right. right. This week's episode is... No, still wrong. All right, here we go. (laughs) Welcome to What Ails Ya, a podcast about beer, the people who make it, and the ultimate question, what ails ya? All right. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. This week's episode is... From... Bowegans. There we go. Okay, so we got it, guys. Uh, Bowegans is uh, is a friend, is a friend, and and I'm happy to say. Wait, who? Bobby Bowen. That's who we're about to. Bow. Okay, let's separate these. Back up a little. Yeah. So who we're about to meet is Bobby Bowen, Mm -hmm. and I know from we'll get into this. Let's just say where the name comes from. Bobby Bowen, Kevin Wiegans makes Bowegans. And that's where we're looking at this B-O-W-I-G-E-N-S, where we would think it's maybe Boegans, Boegans, Benegans. We're looking at Boegans, because it's taking both of their names and putting it into one. And for us right now, I'm nervous to say, man, I'm, 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 I'm not embarrassed. I've never tried a beer. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Okay, right? And I'm sorry about that honestly yeah but this is actually okay i'm okay with this because i'm gonna be put in the spot this is somewhere i've never been yet and we're in the seventh episode lucky number seven where i'm gonna bring you beers i trust me i'll make sure we pour enough to where you could share some of them and be close by because i am kind of nervous but at the same time i feel comfortable he's within the family well here's where i'm at and i think this is this is a turning point for what ails you okay we want to meet the brewers of Florida. Yeah. Oh, and I think obviously. that that's going to mean we're going to meet some people we've never heard of. I know. We're going to try some beers we've never tried. Never have. We're going to go places we've never been. Well. I'll be at, I've been to Castleberry. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit, though, I didn't know there was a brewery in Castleberry. And this kind of goes back. Let's look back to every week that we start, even yeah. Red Cypress. So, I again, I, I totally love when you say every every city should have a brewery based yeah. on the wisconsin it history be central right yeah we, we yeah. should have that yeah and, and we do in castleberry it turns out which is awesome yeah so but this is this is kind of what what ails you is going to be about we want to go and we want to meet the brewers and and we want to hear their story and so i'm saying to you man don't be nervous like it's a brewery yeah we've been to breweries before and how many beers have i had yeah <laughs> That's a good answer. Also, but, B, I don't know. That's not the name of the brewery. It's no. Bowegans. We tried it. Yeah, Bowegans. Bowegans. Uh, and, you know, I'm excited for this turning point because uh, if our goal is to meet the brewers of Florida, yeah, then then we have an obligation to go people we've never met, mm-hmm. uh, go to those places, talk to those people. And I think it's awesome that we're yeah, doing that. Me too. Hopefully, I don't know, man. You're just going to kill it. So 
I hope so. So let's get in there because honestly, I want to find out, are we going to be able to taste more of their beers outside of just yeah. this brewery? Uh, Bobby has been in within the family. We'll explain that later. Well, actually, I want to talk to him about it. I don't even think you really know. Um, yeah. Bobby, Bobby has been within the family. So I, I'm anxious to meet him and see what happens. And uh, at the end of the day, let's hope these beers are good. Hope the conversation is good. I think we got this. All right. I do. Let's All do right. It. Let's go inside. All right, guys. Whatever. That's Whatever. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So it's Bowegans, huh? Bowegans. It. it is. Yeah. It is. It's funny. Every time, uh, everybody coming into this episode is like, "Yeah, we're no. What's the next episode? What's the next episode?" And we kind of not to. We don't like to cheat, but it's. Uh, I was just like, "Oh yeah, so we're going to Bowegans." Nah, dude. That's not how you say it. So, <laughs> so how often do you get that? What is uh, all the time? All the time, all right? The time. So you knew you were going to get this, though. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so you were prepared. Two years now. Um, does it get on your ass a lot, or are you just like, yeah, we're we're Bowegans? Like, let's... we 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 accept it. Like, it's yeah. uh, like the the story behind the name is my last name's Bowen. Yeah. Uh, I'm part in the business. His name is Wegan. Yeah. Um, we threw it together. It was a long time ago until we it was almost like a placeholder until we yeah. could come up with a name. Oh, get um, out of here! And okay. then like everything we we came up with was either taken by a band or a tattoo shop or mm-hmm. a brewery already, and we're just like, hell, like after that time we said it enough, like it it stuck. So it was a kind of a joke for a while, and then it ended up sticking. But yeah, so we get Bowigans, 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 yeah. and all of the above. So we, all of them. We, we'll take it as long yeah. as you're as long as you're trying to uh, yeah, create exactly. a conversation. Yeah. Like, all right, it, it's funny because more. you have so many names. Most people would be like, I'd get annoyed and be like, No, I mean, say it how you say it. And yeah, at least you're trying to say it. He's he's from Wisconsin originally. Okay, um, and so it's like Norwegian descent, and they pronounce everything. With, it's a little bit different. And where are you <laughs> from? So where are you from? Um, I'm from Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, this is almost perfect because Brendan is from Wisconsin. I'm from Florida. Um, so yeah. So you know Kevin how long? Because you, you share the name here, but then you also have shared uh, bands and things like that. So how did you meet him? When, um, when did that happen? Met him, I think around 2005 or 2006. Okay. Um, so we've known each other for, for a little while. Um, yeah, we were both playing in different bands, like kind of in the local Orlando mm-hmm. scene. Um, Some and, band names like that um, I would recognize, or um, he was he was in a band called Sethkin, okay, like a, like a hardcore band. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a band; it's called Yellow Day Union, okay, um, like a pop punk band. We were in Florida for I think a couple of years, and then we moved up and stuff. But okay, yeah, um, yeah we, we okay. kind of crossed paths and we we're hanging out and had some mutual friends, and then this like both found out we were both Packer fans, and mm-hmm. we were both really into craft beer and music, and we we're like. I think we just became best friends. So is that so? Craft beer has always been there, right? It's always oh, yeah. been there for you. All right. So yeah, we'll definitely talk about that because obviously, this is where we are. But what I was going to want, like, was that when you started with him? Like, was that your first time ever home brewing, or when did um, that happen? It it didn't happen until actually I was um, I was traveling and playing music, and I had a buddy I met in Ohio. Okay. And he got me, and he he said he home brewed. I'm like, I love beer. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. show me. Um, so he showed you, and who was this? What was his name? Oh, uh, his name was Noah. Noah. Um, he's okay. actually the guy who introduced me to my wife as well. So uh, get out of here! That's awesome. That's really free cool. Beer for life. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I met him. I mean, we brewed the first first batch. It came out terrible, yeah. but I was like obsessed. So did you have on. to read? How did you learn? Uh, Noah took you under his wing, or did um, you just? He had only done it a few times as okay, well. Then, but like, yeah, right. we just kind of like 
put our heads together, came up with something. Um, like I said, we tried to brew it in a basement in Ohio in the middle of winter. It was like 30 degrees. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. And so it, it was like 2%, like just nothing. Um, and then, like I said, I just got obsessed and started reading, get my hands on every book and blog and podcast and anything I could find. Um, started learning that way. And then eventually, once it got to the point, I started you know, going to breweries and volunteering and showing up until they would hire me and yeah, just okay. kind of learn the industry side of that. So where was the first brewery? Where did uh, we first the start The first, first official brewery, I went down at Orlando Brewing. Okay. Uh, I moved down here um, and just kept, I just kept uh, showing up, like trying to learn everything. And then eventually they, just, they brought me on. And it seems yeah. like that is one of our, uh, uh, it is a go-to here. You either, I hear Shipyard is big with Ron. A lot of people yeah. were with him. Uh, yeah, but Orlando Brewing, good stuff. Really good stuff over there. And who'd you work with over there? Um, actually, I, I worked with Travis, that, who now brews at Deadly Sins. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Graham was the original brewer there that he's that he since left. Um, and let's see, I think Jordan, who was over at Playa Linda, mm-hmm. that came right after me. So he, like, yeah. I think he came up later. He's like, hey, thanks for leaving. So I got in the industry now and stuff. So, okay. um, so like, it's funny how many people are connected just it kind is. of going through there. I'd, I'm shocked Jordan's name I'm, hasn't come up yet in this podcast because Jordan, Jordan's amazing. He's a yeah. really good guy. Really good guy. Um, Jill and I know him pretty well just either for a brass tap. Playa Linda and things yeah. like that. So yeah, Jordan's really awesome. Yeah, I had to give him a shout cool. out because he's such a good guy. <laughs> yeah, so. no, it's, 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 it's a good and community like, and yeah, um, even yeah. even uh, that's how I met Paul at he's brewing out Bear and Peacock. He came in, so I started helping him kind of learn the beer systems and stuff nice. on that too. So yeah, it's, it's funny how many people you yeah. you meet going through that. So Deadly Sins, have you been there yet? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah, they're doing good good stuff. Travis is a. We just went in there. I mean, it's right around the corner from us. Uh, we could bring Shankly and Paisley when we need to. And, uh, yeah, they're doing good things. We definitely want to talk to them. We definitely yeah, want to no, talk they're, to them. They're, they're great people. Um, actually, Amanda, who we brought on, she's kind of our uh, about to be assistant brewer, but kind of cellarman. She, she does our lab work and stuff. Um, nice. She works there part-time as well, so we just kind of share some staff. And <laughs> we, we want a female episode. We really do because we know that this is a very male-driven business right now and industry right now um and we kind of want to get away from the the beer babes and shit like that like we yeah. really want to focus on like what ladies are brewing and, and taking it like what's the science of it and them wanting so yeah it's nice to hear that you have somebody that's assistant brewing amanda yeah so, yeah, yeah that's it's, really it's cool. awesome we've had yeah, like even some of like our female bartenders and stuff they'll get involved and we'll do love it like the, the what the fuzz was a collaboration we did with an employee so yeah and guys if you hear us uh banging around we are we're sipping on things bobby was <laughs> awesome enough to pour some flights and uh yeah i'm excited so anything that you say that if i if you see my eyes widen or i go very good call it out say what i'm drinking or if sure. or we'll talk about it because a, we do like to talk about the beers while we're at it, but uh, you know we love to get to know you. So we mentioned Wisconsin, we mentioned Ohio, or in Florida, New York was a thing. Yeah, you travel a lot. I'm all over the place. You are all over yeah. the place. So let's start from the beginning. Sure. Uh, born and raised Kentucky. In Kentucky. So yeah. So uh, what year was that? When 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 were you born? Uh, I was born in 1985. Oh, so. you're a baby. That's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was in Kentucky. I moved. Uh, I left there when I was 19. I was into music. Um, just I w- wasn't finding what I was looking for there. Um, and just kind of got a bug and decided I'm moving to Florida. So uh, high school bands, what were some of the, your favorite bands in high school? What got, uh, you, what got you really into music? I mean, started off Blink-182, um, then got into like Census Fail, Finch, Story of the Year, The Used, 
Taking Back Sunday. So the newer punk that around kind, that area. Kind of whole yeah. like like the, the same music. If you listen to it in here, if people walk in and like it sounds like Warp Tour in the early two thousands, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's that's what we were going for. Okay. Um, so I just kind of got big into that. Um, and then you picked up a guitar then, or when did you start picking up the guitar? Yeah, I started playing guitar when I was around 14. I guess that. I was yeah. either like, it's either <laughs> yeah, bass or guitar. So. It's, I got that look, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's always guitar. That's um, so funny. <laughs> yeah, so picked that up, started playing. Uh, you know, a couple had a couple high school band and stuff, and then um, I decided to move to Florida. Um, I actually went to Full Sail okay. out here for, for recording arts. Nice. Um, and I went for film 17 years ago. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I think uh, Julian was telling me. Like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. as well. So, um, and yeah, from there on, instead of getting behind the glass, kind of, I took another route and joined a band and started Good. playing around. Um, and then that morphed into a new one, and was that's the one that kind of took me traveling a little bit. Well, it's interesting when we say full sale. Full sale demands every every hour you're there that you're going to be in the industry right away. And I'm not putting them down or anything like that yeah. because I decided it was such a short amount of time for me to go to school that I said I want to do more behind the scenes. I want to watch more films and make more films. And what I decided was just hey, see a movie every day in the theater and see see how that craft is made more and more and more and that got me a gig at one fl- uh, film festival another film festival then i started watching other people's films and being a consultant to that so awesome. when you do that i mean you once you break the rules yeah and uh th- i think that's what stands out and looking at your beers here you break the rules and i you know it's nice to say you didn't go behind the glass you did you actually started making you know and instead of sitting there turning knobs I think creating music more is, is it's awesome. It was, so. I, yeah, that's, I think that's more of my passion. I was always like, I love the recording aspect of it. Yeah. Um, but I always get kind of a little bit jealous. I'm like, I kind of want to be the one being recorded and yeah. recording at the same time. Yeah. So it just it kind of morphed into that. And um, yeah, so that's when uh, we were playing. Um, we decided we had a good opportunity and we, we went up to New York. Um, so we, we were playing up and, up and down there for, for a couple of years. Okay. Um, but we're in New York. Where was uh, it? We were, we were based in Manhattan. Okay. Um, and then oh, just kind of nice. around just different cities like, you know, Philadelphia and of course everything around the scene there, in Philly is crazy. It's really good. Between the wrestling and the hardcore scene, the bunk scene <laughs> in Philly, they got good things going. Uh, so when did Ohio happen? Then when is that? I mean, that was, that happened in the move between uh, Florida and New York. Okay. I, um, okay. I had family in Ohio, mm-hmm. and I was just packed up everything I owned in, inside my car, and I had I decided I'll stop for a couple of weeks and hang okay. out with some family and stuff. Um, met a girl, ended up staying for nine months, mm-hmm. and the same guy I was talking about, Noah, who got me yeah. into home brewing, introduced me to my wife, uh, future wife at that point, right. and um, then from there I moved up to New York. We continued dating long distance, and she moved up six months later, so we were still like... In freshly it. in, in yeah. a relationship and kind of pulled the trigger and she decided you know to go up to new york with me and oh that's awesome that. so yeah yeah um and uh, a family strong now uh, family. how many kids yeah one kid one kid one kid right now yeah okay, a year yeah. and a half so yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome so uh new york new york you do the band thing what really said back to florida because you're done with school no need to come back was right. it was it a was it a friends thing? Was it Kevin so, saying get out, get down here? Or um, yeah, so kind of, kind of a little bit of that. Um, yeah, like the the music, the band I was playing in, kind of um, that was kind of dying out and trying to figure out what to do. 
my wife Jasmine wasn't really crazy about living there. She's likes more space and not so much yeah. people around yeah. her constantly. Yeah. Um, and so uh, me and Kevin had always talked about doing something. We know he had similar interests and, um, you know, he's one of the people I knew I could kind of work with and, and create stuff with and kind of start kicking around the idea of a brewery and, and decide and explain it to him. And uh, we had some long conversations over the phone and one thing kind of led to another and we decided, you know, let's, let's, let's go for it. Like we're both passionate about it. And he was, he was really interested in getting into the brewing aspect of it. So, um, we Holy cow. So he, he didn't have a Noah. He didn't have a Noah. No, you, he, you basically, I, I guess, I, he, had, Noah. he hadn't brewed until I moved down. He okay. was just getting into beer and yeah. I just, I guess just from our conversations, he's like, all right, let's, let's do it. Um, so we, I moved down to Florida nice. in 2012 and start brewing our asses off in the garage yeah and the pictures are there if you go on the website guys uh you do you see you guys see you with like a homer bucket from home depot yeah and i mean i guess that is essential to every brewery you you do see those every brewery you go to but yeah i mean the garage that's where it's at and does, that's where this where do we start to break the rules then what was it that you said all right, we've had a Sierra Nevada, we've had a Sam Adams, and this is the craft beer that's, what, t- 10 years ago, and we start to notice a lot of more beers are opening up flavor. When did we break the rules? When did we start to put peanut butter into um, a I mean, I think from, from day one, I just, I've never brewed uh, a recipe or anybody else, like any like clone or anything like that, even from day one. I've always been more interested. I'm like, oh, that's good, but what can I do? Yeah. And so I think from the, even the first batch I was talking about, we brewed in the middle of Ohio in, in winter that came out terrible, but like we're just throwing whatever we have in the kitchen and stuff and doing, you know, roasting some, some orange peel and throwing that in there and just, um, just and what was there, that so. first one? Do you remember the, do you remember what it was, the flavor, like yeah. besides yeah, the orange just, peel? But... It was ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, um, we were going for, I mean, I think just like a, kind of like an amber, amber ale with, okay, yeah. with some orange zest and stuff. Is that most of the easiest one to make is the is amber ale? Do, yeah, we were starting with like an extract because okay. um, we didn't we you know, have equipment for all grain and everything. So we, yeah. that was one of the last extract batches I did, but we did that and that's one of the easier ones because it has that color flavor, that color profile in there. And yeah. So we just kind of based it off of there. And So I um, have to go, we mentioned the... Uh, the peanut butter in there so i'm going with the your half and wisen right now the uh half and awesome this has peanut butter and banana in there uh so half- the banana characteristic is just from the east uh-huh. from the Hefeweizen. um so you get that light kind of peanut butter aromatics but keep it smooth oh, like shit, a yeah. traditional hefe yeah um but have a good balance on there so like i was telling you earlier um we went for i was eating a peanut butter sandwich i had a banana i'm like yeah. i need to make this work in a beer yeah and that's what that's what we came up with so you like to cook yeah, uh, what what some of the things that you love to cook? What are what do you like to make? Um, I mean we're we're all over the place. I just mm-hmm. um, it, it like I started off like my wife loves she's she's very picky so okay. like that's okay that, that starts challenge that's hard. challenge from day yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so trying the new stuff that she liked like she wouldn't even eat an onion I think before I met her. So like now really? I can throw stuff in and that's um, essential to every I know every, well every, like I, I also learned sta- like you during know. the first year just not tell her what I'm cooking mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. then she's like oh my god I love this what is it and then I tell her so yeah so I started off just you know whatever I can cooking with wine cooking berries and different spices and herbs nice. and just all over the place so wine do we do we drink wine uh, oh, do we appreciate it I appreciate it I, I don't drink it a whole lot um I mean every now and then if I, if my go-to is going to be a good like dry cab Savion or okay. something um, it's funny but, we don't hear wine much yeah but it's it's funny because when we see quantum uh quantum leap spin in a, a lot of episodes that we have matt uh over at quantum leap he makes this cider that mm. is unbelievable 
and it's just so funny to hear his name and people are like nope nope that you know we have it here but we're always busy with the beer that yeah. is so funny to hear like wine yeah and you guys do have wine here so i will say you know and you do you have local you have lake ridge so yeah. that's awesome try to that's keep, awesome. His, keep some local ones on and at least and, have an option so yeah like, for for the first year i think we didn't have wine on here because it was it wasn't because we don't like wine um it was kind of i think my personal goals to try to show people how versatile beer can be yeah i agree and so i was waiting for those people to come in like oh i only drink wine and i always try to have an option for them based on what style of wine um and then every now and then you know people would would be into it and and find a beer they like but after after you know every now and then you get somebody who just wants their wine wants their wine so we kind of gave into that i mean it's it's funny we have seen this in the last year um more oh let me see what you have on you know on the wine and then somebody will taste the beer somebody else is having and say oh never mind i do want to try that you know and it i think beer flavor now is it's it's taken over like so Mm. crazy so crazy and i I love the flavors that you're doing here already right off the bat this thing i could drink this all day every day and we're looking at a 5.5 this is easy to drink i could have six of these and be like i'm good for the day you know (laughs) i'm not feeling it so you said uh first year you really didn't have it but we're in uh congratulations on year two you're about to celebrate your second year uh how are these two years going like how's it going things have been good um we've been kind of we had you know initial projections of what we thought we could do and and starting off and i mean obviously being two new entrepreneurs we just kind of everything's a guessing game um but it's been it's been good we've been kind of on pace where we thought we'd be good um the response has been great we've been growing and um, just great, you know, great reactions, and we couldn't be happier. Right. Um, we always tell people we'll we'll go as far as anybody wants us to. So nice. if they like the beer and they keep wanting to drink it, we'll keep making more of it. And so, any expectations that you had for year two coming into it? Have they all been met? You you just said like it gets better and better, but the, you know, uh, anything that that you feel? All right, let's aim for year three. Is there anything mm-hmm. in the future that you want to really be kicking? Um, of course, yeah. There's so uh, last year, like even just production wise we were around 150 barrels of production so it's still like you know on the very small side right um this year we're actually on pace to triple around triple about 450 barrels Holy cow. so okay. we're on pace for this year Good. um but the biggest thing we're excited about is just to expand kind of types and in, in different beers that we're doing um i showed you earlier like we have a our very very small barrel program yeah probably one of the smallest in the country it's one <laughs> <laughs> um but to you know expand on that spend more on our sour programs good um we have we're working with a lab in uh, the university of indiana to help us isolate different uh, local yeast strains um so we have eight now that we're testing that we have from the local area Get like out. We, okay. took, we took like an orange and left cut it open left it in the orange field uh, orange grove down the road overnight took bark samples trees from different lakes and stuff in castleberry so we're trying to really isolate some local local yeast strains and, and come out with some new wild ales that's really so, good and uh, any distributing, like anything happening soon with that, or can we see the Boeing's like out there? So yeah, so um, just just recently we started distributing uh, some of our core beers um, in the local Orlando market right now. So a lot of the different craft beer bars, um, so like you know Public House, uh, World of Beer, Rock and Brews, Celery City, good, um, a bunch of good cool places around town and, mm-hmm. and everything. So um, we're just kind of blowing that up a little bit and i love seeing places like i mean what celery city just had i mean celery city was like here here you go a little spot like this and now they have this whole like rock beer garden that's uh out in the back Uh, it's incredible that sanford is giving these arms 
to say beer come in and, yeah, and it's, you know it's, my it's friend josh oakley yeah has this uh the smiling bison is there yeah closing up yeah we did a collaboration with the smiling bison okay talk about that let's talk about josh um, and yeah and we that. did we did that um and their uh when their bar manager's grant mm-hmm. and um we he approached me wanting to do uh do like a special beer for them and we he went to use bison grass um which is like extremely hard to get so we, we kept looking at different options and we couldn't end up getting that but we got um these florida cranberry leaves which mm-hmm. isn't essentially a cranberry but that's i guess that's the name of it but the leaf right um like they got the actual fruit i think for the year like four ounces it's highly like very hard to get um it's a really particular style of fruit we got a, like a bunch of the leaves from them from the from the farmer and we brewed a traditional hefeweizen with that called oh, the, awesome. the called the smiling bison okay um, shit how did like, i miss that <laughs> and grant's been gone for what Two year grant. Um, the one who, he moved to Colorado. No, no, he's oh. he's, here. he's he's at the, oh. at, at the Sanford location. Then I guess yeah. we had two grants uh, that worked for for Josh because I remember a friend of mine, Grant, was working Smalling Bison only on Bennett, and then he okay. moved to Colorado. Okay, and uh, good kid, really good kid, and I know he he was ready to move in more with beer. And that was it when he moved. It was just kind of like, keep us posted. And it's like, bye. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, have fun in Colorado. So when we say uh, recrafting um, perceptions, what are, we, what are we talking about Like on the website? So um, our, our motto is, like I said, recrafting perceptions. So our, one of our big thing is to kind of change the way people look at beer, the way they think about it, the way they drink it. And the way so, I'm feeling right now, because I'm drinking feeling. these, yeah, <laughs> and going... This fits here. This fits here. Holy shit! This fits. That this is this is it. Like you're you're doing that. So, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of like the the basis from that is. Um, it, I think it kind of stemmed from, um, like a particular style. If everybody says like, I always say like people have this one style that they had if they said they've never liked one or like you know I hate I hate stouts I hate IPAs or something yeah. until you have that one style that kind of you have that epiphany moment and it yeah. kind of change the way you think of it and that's that's kind of what I tell people here um, you can't say you don't like one particular style of beer you just haven't had that right that exactly. right version of there it you that you like yet so like I remember when I first had you know like, like I think Chimay Rogue was like one of the first like Belgians one of the first ones I had but I remember having it and thinking like yeah. Well, I guess like that's what it's supposed to be. Like, right, like, right. I, like this is it. I've had like I had like some shittier versions before of you know Belgian styles, and so like had that. I'm like, okay, now I get it, and I dealt you know dove deeper into that style and really started truly appreciating it. Um, so, like one of our big things, like I said, is trying to show people like you know just keep your mind open. Mm-hmm. Um, these are you know different flavors you can work with. It's the most versatile drink, so we can't just say I don't like dark beer i'm like that's like saying i hate rock music like maybe you hate mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. metal but you like classic rock like there's such Thank a variety <laughs> it's so funny when people always say like i can listen to every style of music but except country i'm like why would you do that because there's folk <laughs> folk could be country and you know when people always talk about i can't do like what drives me batshit is on the radio when you hear like number one in hip-hop and i'm like hey you're not fucking playing <laughs> hip-hop dude this is not hip-hop like honestly hip-hop if you want to play hip-hop I would love to hear like anything from the eighties and nineties or, you know, it's just so, so it's funny. I mean, I always compare beer with music and I mean, that's, and people always give us that feedback that they love that. So, um, so let's talk about some of these beers. Uh, I know we have your celebration coming up, but unfortunately people may be listening to this further down the the road, but yeah, so seven layer stout, uh, that is my thing. I'm a huge stout fan. So let's talk about that. How do we get seven layers in there? Because if you read the description, 
pitch it. Like it's amazing yeah. what you're doing with this thing. So uh, based off the aspect of us like liking to cook, like kind of like a seven layer dip is, is kind of how this, this idea right. originated. Um, so it's like the seven different layers of, of the ingredients, the base, the base malts and the vanilla beans that we add together to create right. the beer. Um, so we just kind of try to create a profile that's extremely balanced, but has all those flavors you're looking for in a stout. Mm -hmm. um, so it's one of my one of my favorite ones to give to people that say I don't like dark beers. I'm like, well, just close your eyes and drink this. Okay. Um, well, Brennan, really quick, can I see that stout really quick? You're the only one. I think you have one. So just a sip. I just want to try it. So keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's got you know flavors of chocolate coffee, uh, nice roast balance on there with a little hint of vanilla on the end. Um, it's a milk stout, so it's going to have that full body, nice sweetness on there. Um, but just to stay completely balanced, not overwhelming. I think a lot of people, especially if they're not big in the craft beer world, will think, oh, dark beer is going to be like Guinness. Like, it's nothing like right. that at all. Right, no. So, that cream is good, too. It's, yeah. that's what, And a 5.5 on that. So there you go. That's so little for, for us, anything under six is sessionable. So and I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, these are beers that are, are really drinkable at, at, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at your board. And it's, I like how many you have on there that you could have enough to say. I tried, I tried four of theirs, and I'm not feeling. Oh, okay, hold on. You know, fall of Colossus. You will probably fall on your asses after a little bit uh, <laughs> after four of those. But yeah, no, that's that's amazing. That was really good. So thank you. So we're in Castleberry. Uh, were we the first here in Castleberry? We were, we were the first in Castleberry. Okay. Um, Castleberry has been awesome to us. We, good, like good. When we were looking around uh, for different locations. We were kind of all over the place. and We knew we probably wanted to stay in Seminole County, but mm -hmm. we're looking everywhere, and Castleberry actually approached us. Um, Get out. There's awesome. Some, some of the commissioners were really big into you know, what beer. we were doing craft okay. beer and bringing a brewery here. So um, had, had some introductions, and um, they showed us the spot we actually were currently in. Like right before it went on the market, me and Kevin are walking around like, because this used to be an existing restaurant, so a lot of the you know stuff was oh, done in, in the in the back was it was kind of there's a hood system there's an existing walk in. Yeah, I can see like stuff. that's probably where the the runner little, little, little lamp pizza was. went through there and we yeah, just extended that a okay, big window yeah. in the brewery. Yeah. Um, so like we're walking around looking at each other like this is actually perfect. I'm trying to act too excited so we can still negotiate a good lease and stuff. But yeah. we're like all right like. But it was cool having the city behind us, um, and that's only helped, like you know, in in the future as we as we grow and do different projects and stuff. Like having actually your local government behind you, that's is, amazing. It's huge. Right? It helps so much on the kind of the back end of things and like you know pushing stuff through and, and for us doing events and throwing the big party in the parking lot. It's been they've been very supportive. And they allow that, huh? They're yeah. just like go do it, and that's what's happening in the next few days. Uh, again, congratulations on that two years. Thank you. That's that's how fast has that flown now? I it, I don't even recognize the last three years. We got in here in 2014 for the build out, and it's just been a blur. <laughs> so let's. So you're uh, how long you been married? Uh, we have, it will be four years in this July. So that flies. Oh yeah. You just you you had a kid. We had a kid. We moved. Opened a brewery in <laughs> same year. Within like three months. Of I, you blink and it's all already like it, all the years are flying. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's. I mean, you have your life. I hear you are at uh, thirty-two now. Thirty. Uh, I'll, be 30, I'll be thirty-two this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's incredible though to say what you're doing now. You've you've done the tour thing. I've done the tour thing with bands, and uh, I've done the film thing, and I'm going to continue doing the film thing. But uh, the more that we start to grow, the more we start to find passions. It's amazing, mm. and I can't wait to see what you're going to be doing in four years, even with this place, to say what beers are we going to be doing. And 
and the fact that you love cooking and what's going to go into these beers, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome what you're doing, and time's going to fly even more. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. just so crazy. Well, so Castle, Castleberry is good to you. Um, and how is the community? How's the community uh, going? The community for you? has been great. We yeah. we didn't know like for us being the first uh, brewery in in the area, and there wasn't a whole lot of big craft beer bars around. Like you could no. travel, you know. You're about 10, 15 minutes away from like a good craft beer spot. So we were kind of kind of a little curious about what kind of response we get. We thought we'd have a lot more people coming in that, um, you know, that that hadn't tried a lot of craft beers yet and stuff, right. which we were excited about. But we actually had a really good response, and we kind of found, like, if you have a brewery and you make good beer, like, people will, they will come try. to you, and they'll, yes. they'll come and check it out. So it's been it's been great. I think we're good. Yeah, we, were, we were surprised by it. So do we have a community before that? Um, were you doing bottle shares with people? Were you were you home brewing and giving it to people? What was it before opening this place? Yeah, um, yeah, we were just building out in the garage. We I think we eventually had like eight refrigerators, and yeah. so we were just like brewing nonstop. Um, started to do a couple festivals, and or just like you know we'd brew it for different friends having a party, and we just donate kegs and get feedback and kind of that's awesome. Throw word of mouth to that, and mm-hmm. till we were confident that we had something that people actually liked. The beer community is awesome. I, 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 I love the fact that they're so wanting to learn. And this is when you get to the, the geekage of it. Like, I love when people geek out over beer. And we mm-hmm. talk about that a lot on this podcast is just geek out over it. Enjoy it. Beer is beer. If you don't like it, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, you could shut up about it. <laughs> Not every uh, Facebook uh, community needs to hear it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of taste. The fact that I love that there's a peanut butter in this. I love the fact right now what I'm drinking you have that lemongrass in there. And is lemongrass my thing? Uh, I don't know. But I'm sipping right now going, yeah. Uh, somebody could be like, no, I can't. I can't try it. Then don't. Then don't. And, yeah. you know, so uh, with the community, I feel you have a great attitude. You have great beers. So I want to see a community come in here and celebrate with you. And, yeah, I, I really appreciate what you're doing here. So let's go over some of the stuff that's on tap all year round. The Bow Nine. Uh, this one is with uh, Citra and Cascade. Uh, yeah, it has Citra Cascade, and yeah. then we put fresh orange zest That's in the awesome. boil on that. Yeah. So, like, we literally sit here for four hours for each brew, zesting fresh oranges, um, and then toss those in just to have it. It's a it's a great beer for year round. It's got the nice um, like Citra Cascade, a little bit of that good bitterness, but it's still around a you know pale ale style mm-hmm. of hoppiness. Has those bright citrus overtones on there so and so how do you pay attention to your your flavors are we are we buying fruit by the bundle are we getting some flavors that are extracted like are you're you're you really go out and get fruit right yeah yeah That's so awesome. so straight yeah we've we've never used any extracts we don't yeah we i can't stand flavorings um right yeah it's just to me it's it's just the taste isn't right um um yeah so it's not, not something we're about um so yeah we will sit here no matter how long it takes zest some fruit like we just had the uh, this kiwi brew interview that we have for the anniversary party. Um, we sat for two days just scooping out kiwis and right. stuff until we were sore. Um, Check just, out the Instagram; you will see photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. On there. so um, yeah, I mean that's, that's something we're passionate about, and just using this, this the fresh quality of, of fruit and ingredients, and you can taste it in a beer. Um, I I can know instantly if it's extract or if somebody actually used, you know, mm-hmm. the, the natural ingredients and the way it's supposed to be. And then when we had the bone nine, let's talk. We talked about the seven layer, toasted almond brown. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So now we're doing a, and this is one that's. I mean, this stays toasted almond. Like it's not just like your brown ale. That's like, well, we have a brown ale, and then you know sometimes we'll season we'll do a toasted almond. No, this is how it is. Yeah. At all times. So explain that one. That's. So this is one of the one of the original ones. I think me and Kevin started brewing. Um, 
probably about five years ago now. Um, really? Yeah. So like okay. we were uh, like we had like different recipes we we're working on, and it got to the end of that kind of that brew schedule, and then we were looking around and we realized, hey, we have enough grain to make a batch, but not anything we've ever brewed before. Like, okay. well, let's figure out what we have and make something. So that's literally we're in the kitchen, you know, looking around to what we have, and I'm like, hey, I actually have a bunch of almonds. Let's toast them up. Let's make a grain bill, and we brewed that beer. And it's good. It's, the cool thing about it is it's a lot different from uh, the other like darker beers we brew and the kind of base malt and styles that we, we use because mm-hmm. we, we use what we had then and um, we actually loved it. So nice. um, so now we just scale it up and we just take like about twenty pounds of almonds and I just sit for about an hour or so and just it roast just them t- up. Yeah. Um, my wife loves it. The house smells amazing. Oh, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> you do it at home too. That's yeah. so cool. Straight in the oven. That's so funny. And uh, I love the fact that you guys can agree uh, on so much. What happens when we don't agree? Uh, you've known Kevin for what twelve years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, is there always the well? Let's agree to disagree, or is there? Hey, I have these ideas. How does this happen? How do you guys collaborate? So, like. I always, I always tell people too, like just as far as even friendships go, there's certain friends you have that you know, you, like you can't live with, like, but you're, you can be friends with them. But if you guys ever shared an apartment, you'd probably kill each other. Um, it's like times 10 if you get into a business partnership yeah. with somebody. Yeah. Um, so me and Kevin have one of those relationships where like we, we get along great. Um, there's not too many disagreements because we both have the same vision. We know what we're working nice. towards. Right. Um, so once we actually open this place, he's I, I do I do all the brewing here now since we opened and um, he's pretty much giving me free range. He he trusts my judgment and stuff. He has some ideas obviously every now and then. Right. Hey, let's try this style. Let's try this, and you know we'll collaborate on that. And but um, there's not much that whatever we want to come up with, he's like, all right, let's let's do it. <laughs> and how often is he here to do that? Like help you with? I mean, is he? Is he help you in there, or is he mostly in front of house? Yeah, so he's um, he's here. He's still full time at a, another job, yeah. um, but he's here oh. full time as well. So a lot of times he'll come in after that. So he'll he'll be here at night. Um, he handles all the fun stuff and a lot of the paperwork and yeah, you know. <laughs> all, all of that, all that cool stuff. And I get to play with beer all day. So yeah, I think I'd rather have that. Yeah, I would be more the beer guy. Um, uh, I, I always think about it too because everybody kind of makes the joke like. When, it, when are you guys going to get your beer? And like Brett and I are like, what would that taste like? <laughs> so it's just like, what would we have? And I, and I appreciate what you're saying because honestly, um, Jeff and I have been working together for close to three years now. And man, we are simpatico in all this. We're, we're just, it's awesome. Any idea he has or I have, we, we run with it. Uh, we've done other stuff even past the podcast and it's just good to have that friendship that family yeah uh, besides even amanda who's family here who do we have back here like who's when i come in who can i say thank god they're here i need to talk to them like who, who do we have here as well um, as a family I mean, we, yeah, we have some some great bartenders uh we have lexi is one of our managers um sarah ankley has been with us for about I think over two years. So are you guys, are you the two, uh, are you guys the only guys here? No, we just hired, (laughs) we hired like one of our, one of our first male employees. Like we've been like mainly female run. I love that. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, That's so cool. uh, We got uh, AJ that that came on. He's he's one of the first male bartenders we've had in in a while now. Um, And then Sarah helps us with the bartending and and the marketing side of everything. Um, And so like everybody here, 
helps out with everything else too. So like I, that's what we tell people when we come on. Like we're not just looking for a bartender. I'm looking for if you want to brew, help me with that. Nice. If we want to go out and like you know sell some beer, or if we want to market or help put on events. So like we're looking to grow a family of, Good. of people that are are passionate about the industry, not just the job. Yeah, and uh, I I think you said you listened to the Hourglass episode. That's that's it. I mean mm-hmm. that, that that's structuring a family like that to move on. Uh, to keep going from, hey, I'm starting here, that's maybe behind the bar, but I do want to help open up Kiwis and and rip them apart and then throw them in a beer, and then I want to learn more why they're in there and things like that. Um, And we do. I really have been kind of putting it out there of female brewers. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would just be amazing to hear their side of it, like women's, everybody's palate's different, but also a woman's side of it, and I think that you guys are doing, that's really cool. That's really cool that you have more or less... I love the idea of family. I really do. And I, I appreciate that you have that a lot going on here. So let's get into other beers. Uh, you have in your, right now as I'm sitting here, uh, the refrigerator has a Cascade in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they are from Portland. Or, yep, they are from Portland, Oregon. Oh, one of my favorite sours. Uh, what's your favorite region? What are, like, what's your favorite region for beer? Where would you travel right now if you could? Well... That's based on, I haven't done as much traveling as I want to do. So um, mm-hmm. the two big regions. Oh, you're married I, to this. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I will be. Um, me, and, me and Jasmine's wife are planning a trip to Belgium, um, hopefully in a couple of years. Right. Um, just pretty much the motherland for us. So I want to definitely, you know, that's, that's number one. Um, but also get out more into just kind of the, the Northwest. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to Colorado yet, so. I know. I, I haven't either. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's, everybody's like, I, I got, really? I'm I like, got caught up opening a brewery. And, but you're, and yeah, stuff, you're supposed so, to. And which is, well, actually, screw it. That's kind of interesting to say that you haven't been to Belgium yet. You yeah. haven't been to Colorado. Pacific Northwest is still kind of not even being tapped except when we're, we're looking right here and I see Cascade here or... Um, and I, by the way, I love seeing your locals. Red Cypress is here. Yep. MIA is here. I see uh, yeah, the upriver from Central 28. Yeah, trying to so, keep some of the local guys on. Yeah, that's sure. our families over there. We, we love you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, seeing that you're not even in the Pacific Northwest, really, um, I can't wait till you get to taste these while you're there to say, mm-hmm. like, you're doing amazing work here and you have yet to really get out there to try it and that's that's kind of cool that's really cool that's something to be proud of actually because somebody from there could come here and go no shit you haven't tried this yet and this yet that's mm. that's really cool uh what's your favorite in belgium then what is your one of your favorite beers there um that's a good question um i'm all over the place uh i mean like obviously we had some cantillon not too long as my I've never had one. Yeah. Yeah. I just got fired as a host. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. It it took me until I think maybe even last year, I think somebody finally brought one in. Yeah. Um, But it's it's been nice because with our our distributor now, Progressive, is the the Shelton Brothers portfolio and stuff. So Uh they've been very grateful with, with sharing. Lately, so and who do they have right so. now? Who do they? Who's progressive have? Um, well, they, they do Cantillon and like just in the states too. They do uh, Jolly Pumpkin, Prairie Artisan. Um, those are those are two of the big ones. That yeah, that's that's good um, to be attached to. Anchorage, yeah. yep. stuff from Alaska yeah. stuff. So like as far as U.S. wise, that's yeah. We just we just got back from Alaska and uh, Skagway Brewing was one of the coolest places I've ever been to. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's just a if you want a great burger. Yeah, hell, enjoy. And it's, that's it. That's like all to do in Skagway is really just drink <laughs> beer and have a burger there. But these kids are doing amazing things. Some of the creamiest uh, uh, porters I've ever had and their uh, spruce pine needle uh, IPA that blew my mind, blew my nice. mind. So if you ever get to Alaska, 
don't know when or why or how. But uh, yeah, if you ever get to Skagway, don't know why, when, or how. Um, <laughs> I'll yeah, check it out. You should try it. Yeah, <laughs> Skagway Brewing is unbelievable. They're doing great stuff. And then one, one beer that you could live off for the rest of your life, what is one of those? What is, what's something you could drink every day? That is a good question as well. Um, as far as, I know, like, I have different categories, like different styles and stuff that, like, beers I love. Like, so if we're going, like, if I have to pick, like, one sour or something, that's probably yeah. on the top of the list. Yeah, it's like yeah. uh, the brewery, the Utart, is one of my mm-hmm. all-time nice. top flavor, yeah. favorite. It's Flanders Red. Um, I'm, I don't know, I, other than that, I'm big on IPAs. I have a soft okay. spot for Dogfish 90 Minute. Um, that's one of the first IPAs that I had, and yeah, like I think we kind of got it too. I'm like, okay, I get it. It doesn't like, I got more. I'm I'm big hophead too, so I like the ones like you the palate wrecker and stuff, and they'll just hurt your teeth. But at the same time too, I enjoy a good balance. Um, I think that's one of the was one of like the most balanced ones. I don't know what got me into IPAs. Coming into it, I felt even like a Cigar City highlight because mm-hmm. we're here in Florida. Um, may have been too much for me sometimes. I was never the hoppier. I'm always the I'm the stout guy and uh i don't know what it's been but i'll tell you the last two years i love a good ipa i've really attached myself to it and a lot it's crazy there's so many regions now that are doing like even the whole northeast how they're they're hazing the hell out of shit and it's just like how do we feel about that how do we feel about that actually uh people talk about it uh we brought it up on a cigar city episode i was like never mentioning that again yeah, but, uh, after weighing, strong feelings. Yeah, after <laughs> Wayne put it down, and I went, okay, but some people do feel this way. As a brewer, some people do feel this way. Um, could you haze? Should you haze? Like, what are some of the things? I'm, Does I, it if, change the flavor enough to make you go, yeah? Or like, I'm, I'm completely fine with it. Um, we haven't made a New England style IPA, um, but as far as like what they're doing, I mean, it's awesome. Like they're they're creating their kind of new style in an already explosive IPA market. Um, and people are loving it, and if, yeah, it's, if it tastes great, and what what people are going to drink it, that's fine. Like yeah. I always tell people, I don't you know I don't care like whatever you're brewing, like make good beer, make good beer, and that's fine. Right. Like we get a lot of a lot of guys that coming in, like a lot of breweries and planning and stuff opening up, and asking different questions and everything, and like we're we're more than happy to help anybody out. And I'm just like number one, like make good beer, yeah. And so whatever it is, if if it's good, I don't you know then. I agree. More power to it. it, it it's funny because I, did, I didn't expect, or I don't know what to expect when we talk about how things are happening. Because I see it, it's becoming, I don't think it'll be a phase. I really don't think this whole hazing is a phase. I don't yep. think there's a haze phase. I didn't realize I would make that <laughs> rhyme. But um, I, I think this is something that people are going to be doing. I know uh, it's really popular. And I haven't had many. I really haven't mm-hmm. had many. And I don't beer trade. I'm always kind of nervous. And I do have a friend out in New Jersey. She's... Uh, my friend Hillary, she's ready to send some stuff, or if I could send her things from here, I want to taste it. I want to do a full-on, uh, and she actually knows a female brewer. I'm like, yeah. So I want to like catch up with her and say, yes, like introduce us. Um, but yeah, I want to try more of these. And, mm. and having people up there, and man, I could have cane and carton. If you, if you could ever taste a, a cane beer. Have you ever had cane in New uh, Jersey? No, I haven't. We'll have a bottle share. I, have, right. a, I have a couple. No. I have a lot of <laughs> cane. We have a, a friend of ours, um, uh, Jeff and I, he lives in, he used to live in Jersey. He goes back and forth a lot. So he, he brings us stuff. But yeah, cane's unbelievable. Their Sunday brunch, their morning bell. Uh, they're doing great stuff. They're awesome. really doing great stuff there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I always ask that uh, kind of like favorite beer just so would you ever not mimic it but is there something that an expectation for you it, like for your favorite beer could you ever 
try to make that or do you let that be your thing? Like, like, like for me personally, yeah, personally. Make, yes, I mean, yes. uh, that's what I'm, I guess kind of what I'm always striving to. Like we don't, we don't want to put out a beer that we don't like. Um, and if, you know, if, if something's came out and that we've not been happy with, then we'll, we'll just dump it down the drain. I'm not going to come out with something just because we made it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, I always strive to, to do that. And I know a lot of brewers too, like, Oh, you know, I'm you know, tired of drinking my own beer and stuff. I'm, I'm yet to tire of drinking my own beer because I'm going to try to make something that I like, not what, yeah. not what I think people are going to want to want and buy. So we're just kind of, I guess, lucky that people actually like what we like, um, allow us to keep doing it. So, um, yeah, like on that subject, I, I think with like the tropical fusion IPA that we just came out with, yeah. um, that's one of the ones that, uh, I wanted to create to, for people that kept coming in, like we want IPAs. We have a, a fat sparrow. It's one of our double IPAs. Okay, that's, yep. that's really more on the malty side, like balanced. It's still mm-hmm. almost a hundred. That sounds Yeah. Um, but like tropical fusion is just the most hot beer we've ever done. We just kind of just throw as much as we can in there and fill up the fermenter. It's just, um, that's one for me personally that I want it to do. Yeah. Um, and then it came out like people like it and that's, that's probably the one I've been drinking the most of lately. Just oh, nice. I'm, I'm no, I'm in that phase right now. And that's um, it right there? This is it right yeah. here. Um, yeah. I can get you one in a little bit. Nah. <laughs> Look at that, Brennan. I'm like, I actually hear him. Are you sure? Yeah. Because this plenty. one is it's a 7.8, so how'd you do? Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, you're still on that style, man, that seven layer. Yeah, get some tors- uh, tostados, a uh, seven layer dip. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I'm sniffing so, it now. To, so we call this one a Florida IPA. This is your Florida IPA? Um, yeah, so it's it's almost, it's almost a double IPA. Um, we get notes of pineapple, tangerine, oh. some mango, everything from the hops. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, you're definitely, you're talking Florida in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, yeah. it's that's one of the ones that we, we started brewing it late last year, and then I decided, I'm like, I'm going to brew this constantly because it's a personal favorite of mine, and people seem to like it. So and that, you know, specific. people want to listen to you, too. I mean, you're the one making the beer. I mean, yeah. uh, if... Fuck if Willy Wonka walked in right now and said, "Hey, try this, uh, try the this chocolate bar infused with cockroach legs and and wasps wings," I'd be like, "You're Willy Wonka, shit! I'll I'll eat anything <laughs> you're telling me to do." So like for this, we want to hear what you have to say. So if you are making this Florida IPA and this is what you're drinking, like that's, I really feel that that's that's why you come here, you yep. know. And everybody, if you do come in here and you see this guy, he's got really nice hair, uh, well groomed beard. <laughs> Uh, he's probably, he has a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas sleeve. Oh, close, close. Oh, is it? It's, yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's in that kind of in that style. But okay, okay. Know. I was looking. I am, and I I am a fan. Yeah. So. Okay. Because Jillian has that uh, where the wild things are. Yeah. And we actually have. The I, same, I went everywhere. We go to the same. I think okay. So too. So hi, Todd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Todd did a few of these. You guys can't see. We should be video blogging. No, we shouldn't. You don't want to see what we look like. Uh, but uh, yeah, I go to Todd right down the street as well. So thank you, Todd. Um, so yeah, I, I like the fact that you could drink your own beers because it is, people tend to aim what, what do the masses want? What, what are they going to be drinking? And let's make that next. And this is what people, I like the fact that I'm looking right behind you and I see there's so many words that I know based on white IPA. I love that. Then you get the lemongrass. I see that the milk's out mine, peanut butter. Hell, I could eat peanut butter straight out of a spoon if I need to. Uh, you're doing things that that I'm excited to see now, but we have some coming out in the next uh, few days for your celebration. Any of these that you're tasting right now saying, I need these for the next year. Is there anything right now that you're saying, yes, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so like some of the beers that we have coming out, the one we actually brought out to the Landcraft Beer Festival yesterday had a really positive reaction was our uh, What the Fuzz. It's mm-hmm. a uh, Kiwi Berliner Weiss. Um, so like for, for us, for our sours, we like really like, like kind of tart, um, like style sour that you kind of feel it a little bit in the yeah, back. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I love your jaw, but then it. But then it kind of mellows noise. out and stuff. So like that's what we've been getting more into. So we have um, we're gonna be coming out with a lot more sours this next year. We have some Good. some fun stuff. We're gonna. We're I want to hear so. that. Um, is it harder to do? I know sometimes the weather can play an issue to it. Or um, how how would you make our sours like? Yeah. So so with us being a smaller brewery, uh, like a, the three barrel here, uh, yeah. we don't have a separate production facility. So right. it's it's definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of stuff we're doing lately is gonna be um, like we'll start off with like a kettle sour. So we'll do. Um, like, like a Goza and a Berliner Weiss is perfect, but we're going to start doing some other experimentations and barrel aging. And like I said, um, try to get some of the local yeast. So I may be pulling some barrels in the tap room to keep it separate yeah. so we can actually inoculate it um, and so with the go. Some, of go. some Gozas that you love, what are some of those that you, you tend to like? And what I've been getting this question a lot. It's weird from uh, people. What's a Goza? So, so I like this because yeah. like so, this is something that I went, okay, we tend to drink all the time. But someone's like, I want a Goza. You mentioned it in one of your episodes. So what is a Goza and what is you, one that you want to make? So, so a Goza is a, is a traditional German style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's sour generally with lactobacillus, so that ha- has a, a nice tart flavor to it. Um, also, it, where it came from, the mineral content of the groundwater had a lot of salt. In it, so that's kind of how that originated. It's, it's a salty, I love that um, salty, salty sour beer, light, easy drinking, um, with and traditionally spiced with coriander. Yep. Um, so um, it recently, probably in the last like three or four years, like started gaining popularity in America. Uh, Anderson Valley goes to like that's I think it's helping put that, that yeah. kind of the map. They they kind of start mass producing that. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. we kind of took that I think that style in America and just do what we do with that, all styles and just try to go balls to the wall with it yeah. and, and throw everything in it so um i like my, my favorite one like the first one we did here um was more about a five and a half percent a little bit higher than usual um like, trying, yeah. like a traditional style one um but i like to throw everything at it we're going to try to do some herbs and flowers and spices and um i did a collaboration um with hourglass uh it's probably been a year and a half or so, maybe more than that. One of the first goes we did, uh, we made it with, we kind of blended it with the Saison. Um, oh, so nice. we made a traditional style Goza. Then we put a lot of gallberry honey in there and then re-fermented it with Saison yeast. And so yeah. we called it like a farmhouse Goza. Um, so like experimenting I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, Never heard of, you know, you always hear the farmhouse yeah. ale, you know. And uh, so some uh, some of your favorite uh, gozas. What's one that you could drink all the time? If you had it in front of you right now, what's one that you could drink? Because mine definitely Westbrook. Westbrook, yeah, yeah. that's one like we've yeah. gotten. Um, yeah, I think the first one we did is like a traditional style, and people were, okay, good. Like, were saying like around that, like the Westbrook. Oh, one. that's um, a compliment right there. The uh, I'm going blank right now on the the last one I just had. Um, besides mine (laughs) so do you guys do like do people bring you beers like that yeah we we get we get ones in like all the time everyone loves to come in and and share beers and um we're gonna we're definitely gonna be doing that yeah so yeah we we, we encourage it we're yeah we love that i mean that's it this is this is community this is home and again i see you know we had garrett before we you know mia is coming up soon and then we have central 28 this is our families and seeing that you have it here like the fact that if you're stuck here and they're like El Bulli, 
I was stuck yeah. at work on the release day for Central 28's El Bulli, and then know that I could still bottle share. And people are like, I know you didn't have your El Bulli this year. I have one for you. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you know? I can at least share with people, and I don't have to have a full bottle. The fact that I can at least taste it, it's awesome. That's yeah, it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, it, it's funny, actually. I think one of my buddies that he works at Epic Brewing out, out in Colorado. Hell yes. Um, and I love an yeah, Epic Sour, dude. They're, they're great. That and Sour IPA, I think, is one of my favorites right, like, right yeah, now. The, oh. the tart and tangy. Yeah, that yeah. thing's so good. He, yeah, he brought me some of that last time they came down. And I think there's a bottle, like, he had his parents bring in or something. I haven't even checked it yet. But, like, so every time they're in town, like, he'll try to bring me new stuff that they're doing love and stuff. It. So Yeah. Um, and you he, should. You I really think, should. And, and it, the, the cool, like going back through like the community thing, I think um, somebody came in the other day and was like, yeah, we were in Colorado the other day and they were telling us uh, we should stop in Bo Weekends because they heard her from Florida. And like, that's awesome. That might be Grant's <laughs> doing. <laughs> it's like going back to yeah. Grant moving to Colorado. Um, um, so it's just cool seeing that and yeah. knowing, like, you know, you have friends in different places and everybody's still, you know, helping everybody out. And, and it, it's fun. I, I, I've been hearing from especially Mike Wallace over at 1010 mm -hmm. uh, saying, yeah, somebody came in, they listened to the podcast and they're coming in. And really, I don't think Jeff and I really thought about this as saying, yeah, uh, honestly it is promoting. But at the same time, again, on my end, I've always had this vision of just educating people on the brewer, the brewer. We don't get to really talk to you guys. We're talking to the bartender who it's not a game of telephone. They just hear from you yeah. and they, they, they speak on behalf of you, but, and they know what they're talking about. But being able to hear from you, that's awesome. And not only, I like the fact that we get to talk to you, you know, and, and, and things like that. So we still play guitar. Do we still play guitar? And... Um, not as much as, <laughs> as yeah. I want to. Okay, uh. so brewery, <laughs> wife, baby. But um, yeah, so yeah, NFL season just happened. And, yeah. you, got, and so. you got to the playoffs and you beat the fucking Giants and that sucked. And, and the I'm a Giants fan. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Dude, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was actually at Civil Society watching the the uh, Falcons Packers game, and that wasn't the game. That wasn't the game. <laughs> that was not, that a, was game. not a game. I, I dropped yeah. everything and was like, "Well, that's, that was my quarterback." Even though you beat us, I wanted I wanted the Packers to win it. So that's, that's one of the ones that like halftime happens, and you're like, "Well." At least we have a lot of good beer, so... Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> right. that was it. Like, Jillian and I what were... What else are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, we were at Civil Society going, all right, well, next round. Is, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, we don't play the guitar as much, but... Um, but is this it now? Did, did, is beer not taking away? Passion is passion. You're never yeah. going to forget your loves. Uh, guitar is a love, you know. Um, who had it? The band Beulah had a... They said punk rock was my first girl. Yeah. And that was me. That was me. My, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't date in high school. I, I, I didn't want any of that really. Uh, punk rock was my first girl. It really was. And I will never forget it. Lately, I've been listening to more Dead Kennedys. I think yeah. what's going on right now with, uh, you know, how politics are going, whatever, whatever. But I've been listening to a lot more Bad Religion and Dead Kennedys and things yeah. like that. Yeah, so I'm going, going back to. Here too, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And uh, so we don't ever try to forget that. Um, but yeah, so we're, what are some of the bands that get you going through a day here that, that make the beer? Um, I mean,. It's funny. Like, Breaking rules. I've, I've been, yeah, I've been trying to get into uh, pairing, like they say, pairing beer and music. Um, That's why we're here. So <laughs> in a way, like there, there's news. I haven't, I haven't done a lot of it yet, but like even playing, you know, different songs through fermentation, they're putting stuff yes. just to, you know, experiment with that. Like there's one beer that we do it with. It's our uh, Cherrywood Smoked Porter. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I don't know why, but we feel that it needs to have '90s gangster rap playing at like all times. <laughs> so okay. the whole mash and stuff is is blasting like. Uh, like 
Coolio or Puff yeah, Daddy. Nelly and, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to think, like, like DMX. Who else was yeah. doing shit back then? But um, It's like the bartenders literally walk in and, like, look at me because they know I normally listen to other yeah, stuff. And so you got like your punk rock or yelling at me. Like, what yeah. the hell is wrong with Bobby? Like, That's it's, awesome, it's though. It's Porter Day. <laughs> no, and I think um, for me, and everybody knows, if you listen to the first episode, music's huge. The reason yeah. why we picked our first episode to be Central 28 was Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska because it's, it's central to Florida. So going back to that, and it's just, I feel music is so important. We could yeah. sit here. I honestly think that if I didn't give a shit about the beer, I'm sure I could talk to you for an hour just about music alone. Yeah. Obviously, you play guitar and you've toured and you've been in bands, but uh, me as just a videographer back in the day at a full sale full sale let me go tour without the drive-in for a bit i did some nice. tours without the drive-in in jimmy world to go to south by southwest with them and things like that and uh music ones that we have yeah yeah i, I, I have yeah. jamming on the back as well yeah. so. and it's yeah. it's it's great to let music always be my guide I, I, trust me tuesdays were my favorite day for new release days it almost was blasphemy when we changed that to fridays i was like <laughs> what the hell is you're not mixing my my movies and my music together it's not a Reese's peanut butter cup, <laughs> but, um, but so for, so we kind of tapped a little into the year three yep. and this is probably going to come rounding third. Now let's talk about year three. What are we expecting as well? Like we talked about some of the things that we're seeing at the anniversary party coming up this weekend, but, uh, what's hitting home? Is there stuff we're going to see more? What do we want to so, do more of? So the biggest thing that I think we touched on earlier is, is trying to do a lot of the cool stuff that that we that we want to do um and more experimental wise more aging and, and get some barrels and everything like that so yeah. um we haven't got a, a exact plan I mean, we know what we want to do um we're trying to figure out how to do it yet right now so right. um there are some some big things in the works and we're we're working on okay. an expansion um we're going to see if we can try to get that to fruition um, okay so let us know we'll come back we'll yeah, definitely, absolutely. yeah we'll talk to you absolutely yeah. um but so like so that, that's that's what we're kind of planning so the year for year three, um, as far as this year, we're kind of tripling our production, getting our footprint more in the local market, okay. um, just busting out new beers, exciting stuff, um, and then rolling that into into year four. We're hoping to um, bring some more exciting stuff to the market and, and kind of grow as a company, and so we can be able to do a lot of the like we said the cool shit. Like, yeah, that, that's that's like everybody's like, oh, do you have like a set size you want to grow to? I'm like. I just want to get to a point where we can do all the cool shit we want to do, yeah. and then we'll figure it out from there. So um, right now that is more of an extensive barrel aging program, sour program, um, and then just expanding our, our current portfolio. How many taps do you have here right now? We have 10 taps in the, in the tap room right okay. now. Um, they're always constantly rotating. So okay. we, we have... Whose um, beers, though? Whose beers? Uh, generally just ours. Yep, that's yeah, what I like to hear, cool. though. There you go. Um, every now it's and then. It's kind of what you were just saying yeah. before. Yeah, exactly. Every, every now and then, um, when it, if one of our beers goes off, then we'll pick up one. We only carry sure. local Florida beers. So mm -hmm. if we pop off, then you'll probably see one of the local guys of 28 Hourglass, my, uh, all the, all the yeah. stuff. So, But I um, love seeing that. These, these are your... These are your handles. I'm looking, and your handle is it handmade. Has your name, yeah, <laughs> handmade. Somebody actually sat there and, and carved that out with a no with shit. a little uh, soldering iron. For I don't even know how long it took her, but um, well, like, Jeff uh, Brennan is our uh, he's our photographer of the day, and I'm sure he's got, got photos, some of photos of it. That. Yeah, because yeah, like that's awesome. Everything you see in here, um, like we we did ourselves as our community of friends. We we got in here and like I built the bench you're sitting on. We built the bar out. Um, we had no idea what the hell we were doing when we got in here. I'll show you. Well, I haven't fallen off the bench oh, yet. I'll so show you're you doing a dip good. in the bar when I try to learn how to use a belt sander. Like, we, <laughs> like so, everything in here is kind of do our 
do it yourself. And this has kind of been our mentality, um, which, like, and I showed you our original uh, three barrel fermenters that we rigged up. We built our own glycol system and piped everything in. We had friends that are, uh, you know, different mechanical engineers and other in laws of those pipe are, fitters. Those aren't easy to find. Invaluable. So. Um, so just having that group of friends and everybody come in here, we, we sat in here with no AC for an entire summer in Florida. And just um, knock this out. <laughs> uh, I know most of our hits come from Florida. Anybody from, uh, some people from Portland, even our friends in Jersey, uh, it, it gets hot. It gets, it gets disgusting. Hot. It gets it's miserable. really miserable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Florida heat, oh, it's, 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 it sucks. So, but looking at it, I mean, oh, I cannot forget. Um, as we talked about with the handles, let's talk about your logo. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Jillian had to point this out to me. I love your logo. I've always liked it. It's a hop. And I was like, dude, it's actually well drawn and it's, it's a really cool hop. I'm like, that's a shirt I could wear every day. Then she goes, oh yeah, but you didn't, uh, she's like, I love that. You know, Bobby has the guitar neck on there. Wait, what? And when I looked at it, it's one of those like it hidden double. Yeah. Double yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome that you used your passion mm. with your passion. So that's awesome. Whose idea was that? Whose idea was that oh. the logo? So we, we kind of had like a, a broad idea of what we wanted to have. And, and like, so we, had, we hired a designer to help with that because me and Kevin, like we're artists, but we're, we can't draw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I so, can imagine it. Um, so like our main idea was we want to kind of combine um, the creativity and the artistic side uh, with the science. So we kind of put that out there. It's like we want a combination of art and science, and this is the logo like we're looking for. And we told him, you know, bits about ourselves and our music background we both play guitar um but we're you know went to combine that and somebody pitched us that idea i'm like are you proud of it you're proud of it and who was it it. who made uh who did the design um it was uh it was like a design we did a contest online i had to look at the oh okay that's rad really you did that like like the 99 design okay like a fiber 99 that's awesome (laughs) that's really cool look at the exact holy shit well that designed it and it came out perfect yeah yeah we loved it we actually won a contest um, or I don't know if it's a contest or somebody list this one of the top 10 beer logos in the country for like, like designed whatever. Get out. So, um, that's right. Yeah, we're, we're stoked with it. Dude, that, that, I that. may have to hit Todd up and get something going on that. That's a really <laughs> good idea. That's a really good idea. So, um, any last thoughts, anything that you want to just kind of talk about, um, off the top of your head, uh, what, what, what brings people here? The um, beers, we know it, but what, what else can we so, get? I mean, it's kind of the the aspect we want you to to feel and and get when you come in here is just it's we're we're two local guys that that have a passion for beer and creativity and and art and we kind of want you to experience that in the beer so i mean everything you come in here you see like it's all handmade from what you're sitting on to to what you're drinking um we kind of made this place to have that that experience um every beer we see like all the different glassware we have hanging up yeah we don't have any pint glasses um that's not what beer is ever made to go in that's right. So all the beer is going to have a specific glass it goes into, and we want to have that conversation. Um, like I want, I thought the chalkboard was big enough for me to put a lot of different stuff on there, and I actually ran out of room because I wanted to put more than ABV, IBU. I want to put, you know, original gravity, final gravity. Um, this, oh, okay, yeah. Everything I can think of, like yeah. statistics about the beer, more than normal people would know about, but they come in and they can ask about it. Um, we just want to have that conversation. So somebody walks in, asks what IBU is. Now we can tell them. Now they're. Right more apt to know what they like, what they might not like, and just be more educated about the beer. So. Yeah, and I've noticed that when we come into uh, breweries like this, handmade, uh, you guys made, like family made, that you have the ABV on there. And mm. some people go, what the hell? 
And I mean, yep. we're, we're in the South. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I, I like that people know what this means now. 10 years ago, they didn't give a shit. They're yeah. drinking the same stuff that's, that you get just, you know, I'm in a 7-Eleven, grab a 12-pack, 6-pack, boom, I'm out. But now that we're, we're, we're educating subconsciously, like it's like know, know how much you're drinking before you walk up and go, oh boy, what the hell was in that? Yeah. So, you know, and it, it's awesome. I think awesome. we all maybe hit that point when we first got into craft beer where we decided we're going to drink like 9 or 10. Yeah, like, whatever we want. <laughs> it tastes so good. And then go, oh, it's wow. It's a bad wait. night. Yeah, I didn't realize that's going to hit me later. Um, Bobby, this has been awesome. Uh, you guys have an amazing thing going. Finally, I get to try your beers. I've heard your name for years. Uh, I'm going to do a virtual handshake that we finally get to meet. Appreciate it. Nice to and, meet you. Uh, yeah, this has been great. Uh, all right, Jeff, I'm going to turn it over to you, and uh, I'll be there in a second. All right, thanks, Bobby. Cheers. All right, Wayne. Good interview. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. He, he's a friend of the family. Yeah. So that was Jillian's friend. Been doing his hair for a while, and I've been meaning to go. Yeah. Right. I guess I guess I didn't know it, but I have too. All right, here's my takeaway from the interview. Yeah. That dude's rad. Yes. Like, his attitude towards making beer. Yeah. His attitude towards making music. Let's just talk about, really quickly, how generous he was to us, like all the beers that we tried. Yeah, we tried a lot of beers. He was more than welcome to open that up. That was the whole awesome. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and especially when he knew we hadn't had any yet, it was like, oh shit, a blank canvas. Yeah, you gotta try it all. You gotta try it all, and it was and great. It was we great. nearly did. We almost tried everything. Yeah, I think we did. I really did think we did. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flight after flight. Favorite. Awesome. Let's talk favorites. Yeah, let's talk about it. if you're going in right now. I have to say, if that was an awesome interview. Mm-hmm. Half and awesome. Yeah, it half was and half awesome. And awesome. Dude, let's talk about how half and awesome that was that the peanut butter's in there and everybody could hear it. You could hear how excited I was about that. I love my peanut butter. Banana. I talked about how sick of it I am. No, this this Heffenweisen was balanced beautifully. Yeah. Beautifully. Yeah. So how I loved you? it. Yeah. Um all right, so my favorite was the seven layer. Yeah. And it was a milk stout. And damn, you took it. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. I didn't share that one very no. much. No, no. I meant just you took it as in uh, you took it away from me because that, that's my thing. Stouts are my thing. Uh-huh. So yeah. Sorry, no, dude. but no, it's equally just as amazing. If you feel it that way, I want to say yes. That's the way it should be. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. After the it. interview, I was able to have some. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about their Florida IPA. Yes. Because that was awesome. Tropical Fusion and... It is Florida altogether, and I feel that it is one of the more well-put-together and well-thought-out Florida IPAs I've had because it is complementing with all the citruses and all the fruits and, and coming together as a – it was a little different, but a lot awesome. So mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We tried a lot, and honestly, the thing I think I'm most impressed with is just the diversity on their menu. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different beers and all really good. Incredibly drinkable. I could have sat there for hours drinking with him. Yeah, and definitely I, I feel like we could have. And honestly, guys, I know this comes out Thursday. And if you are local, this comes out on a date that if you have nothing to do on the Saturday where this comes out, it is a February 18th. 18th. They are dropping a few brews that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. And that rise of the Colossus. They have it's a fall. Yeah. They have a fall. Get it after. But if you could get that rise... Rise up, get out there, and go to that two-year yeah. anniversary. And Their congratulations, anniversary, guys. They've got a bunch of beers that are exclusive on tap. We yeah. tried a few of them. 
Uh, they're awesome. Honestly, that Rise of Colossus, that was my coffee this morning. Yeah, I, I felt so bad that I didn't bring you coffee this morning. Nope, I'm so happy that that yeah. was my coffee. Okay, good, good, good. Because I was it, like, Stumptown, yay, you, none. Crap. But, no, uh, it's all shit, good. Shit, you were able to have coffee. Yeah. Now. And it was right. great. Here's my takeaway. My yes. final word on the interview is this. Like, the attitude at Bowiegans is awesome. They do what they want. They yeah. make the beer they want. Uh, they do it unapolo- unapologetically. And... They don't really play by the rules. No, and I like that we got into that in there because I got it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. The way that, that Bobby was sitting, the way that he was maybe he was comfortable because he knew that Jillian and I and him and her and that was awesome. But at this at the end of the day, he had every right to kind of be like, Oh, I'm in an interview right now. I should be nervous. But he was just like, I think that's how he would be at any other time or day or place. And it was awesome just to sit back, talk, his bands, his tours. His his friends, his beers, his brewery, and more to come. Yeah. It was awesome. And yeah. this is what I think we love about, about these brewers is just like lean, lean back and let's talk. Yeah. And this was this was it. This was yeah. one of those. And if Bowiegans wasn't on your map, I hope it is now. I, I know it's now. Because that's part of what ails you. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Yeah. We want to go and we want to meet these people and show you not only the beer that they're making but who they are yeah and why it's worth going there it's more than beer it is definitely and when i say it in there guys when you see the guy with the clean cut hair and the nice groomed beard that is bobby back there go say hi this is why we're doing this go say hi to lexi you know uh we got to meet her today and have some beers a friend even in some other places that we've seen her these people are so open and 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 want to talk to you they don't want to sit back behind a bar and be bored talk to them talk to them Honestly, I thought I caught that today too. So, uh, yeah, this was awesome. I'm in love, in love with with what Castleberry is about to open up to. So yeah. it was awesome. Cool, nice work. Thanks, man. I suppose that's it. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. The Bowiegan Beer Company episode of What Ails Ya was produced by Jeff Brennan. Your host and co-producer is Brian Quayne. Our music and editing is done by Sadmyth. Jillian Quayne is our photographer and designer. Special thanks to Bobby Bowen, Kevin Wiegan, and Lexi Blanken. Don't forget, guys, if you Google What Ails Ya podcast, you will find us everywhere on the net. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And also, don't forget to download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Player FM. We're out there. So, guys, uh, spread the love. Because I think we're doing good stuff. This was episode uh, number seven, and we're feeling really good. Yeah, more to yeah. come, guys. We'll see you more next to time. come. All right, we'll see you next week.